Hello, friends. Welcome back to Meg Living Inside Out. This is episode 9 of our series on friendship, crockpots and microwaves. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Matthew 7, verse 12. What do I mean by crockpots and microwaves? Well, by the end of this podcast, you will know a very helpful analogy for what kind of style of relationship building you are and other people are. So when you meet someone for the very first time and you just click and you recognize based on some things that they mention and the way that they communicate that you share a lot of values, you share a lot of the same life experience, you have a lot in common and you just jive. And it's almost like instant BFF. You know, if if I was a talented technical audio person, I would put some sort of like twinkle sound in the background now for like the little rainbow effect. Like when SpongeBob does his hands over the rainbow and it's just like, ah, very happy. Um, that is a microwave friendship, the instant BFF friendship. But when you click, you get each other and you've literally spent maybe 15 minutes with this person. There's nothing wrong with microwave friendships. Let me start by saying that because I'm also going to spend a lot of time talking about the benefits, the the pros and the cons of the crockpot friendships. Now, what is a crockpot friendship? Well, a microwave heats up very quickly and a crockpot, as you may have imagined, heats up very slowly. So a crockpot friendship is when you apply the principle of showing up as we spoke about last episode you get to see over a period of time with some consistency the expression and character and personality of whoever it is that you're evaluating for potentially building a friendship. Now, crockpot friendships can be very beneficial because you go into the friendship knowing more about the person and really making the commitment to the friendship very mindfully and carefully, which I respect wholeheartedly. And there are definitely some friendships that I've, that have started for me that have been crockpot friendships and they've been that benefit of showing up consistently. Maybe I showed up consistently, maybe they did, maybe both. And because of that, we were able to overcome whatever initial first impressions negative maybe first impressions that we had. Um, I have been told um, by some people who the first time they meet me that I seem kind of arrogant and very just like strong-willed and and I am I am both of those things and hopefully less arrogant than I was yesterday but is a continual process. Um, And so crockpot friendships allow you to really know the person before you decide to be long-term committed vulnerable with that person. Now, one of the downsides of crockpot friendships, which has personally hurt me very deeply, so I'm trying to be as logical as I frame this as much as possible. One of the downsides of crockpot friendships is that you spend your time hovering, but never committing. Let me say that again. You spend your time hovering but never committing. Maybe the reason that you don't have community is that you don't know 
how to commit to people. And let's be honest, commitment is terrifying. It is probably one of the most scariest things in the world. Committing to a spouse, you are committing to that person's character until death do you part, foresee, let's say, adultery and abuse. And those are both very valid reasons to separate from someone. But, you know, if they suddenly take up a passion for bug collecting, you are along for the ride in their newfound passion. And commitment, it can be scary. But as I was saying, if you are just hovering and you're not committing, sometimes you're a crockpot friend because you are so used to holding yourself back. And I know some people who, and maybe they don't even realize they're doing this, but I know some people who hide behind other people when they relate to a larger social circle. Uh, Maybe it's a boyfriend, maybe it's a girlfriend who's more extroverted, and so that person kind of becomes their crutch relationally. And so that's that's kind of the downside to crockpot friendship. And as I mentioned, I've been on the other side of this where I was a microwave friend and I was so excited to connect and it it really did not end well. And it this was a few years ago and it is painful to this day. So, you know, that's that's my relational scar and we're going to share more of those as we continue Whew, this series. My goodness. Okay. Take a deep breath, Meg. Let me tell you guys, being vulnerable never gets easier. I'm just going to say that. As a, as a microwave friend, in many cases, um, there is still plenty of times where I have to listen to the Holy Spirit and think about... If I'm vulnerable in this area, that could be beneficial to this person. And so I'm going to push myself outside my comfort zone to be vulnerable. And I would like some appreciation. Can I, can I get some pats on the back, pats on the head, something like that? Um, it, is, it is still difficult. And so, and especially when you're sharing in an others-centered context. And we're going to talk about that more when we get to trauma dumping. And I just... Friendship and trauma is complicated and I'm thinking about it a lot and we'll we'll get there. We will get there. I need to I need to take baby steps in the shallow end before we walk into the deep end of the pool because there's just so much and I'm very passionate about it and I'm so excited to break it down for you, but it does require looking at my scars and being vulnerable about them. So <sighs> did not expect to include that ramble here. Um you know what? how about I just commit to next episode will be about trauma dumping. Let's just, let's just do that. Let's commit. Let's move on with our lives. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Thank you for parasocially assisting me in your presence on the other side in the future of this podcast, being a part of that decision-making process. Much appreciated. So as we were saying, pros and cons of microwave friendships versus crockpot friendships. One of the downsides of microwave friendships is that Sometimes you will commit to a friendship before you realize the full scope of the character of that person. Um, And that is definitely something that should be 
avoided. I've said this elsewhere on my digital media, probably on my podcast, but I am probably on my Broken Friendship uh, YouTube video. I'm very thoughtful and cautious about who I let into my inner circle. Um, there are times where... And I, I, I don't know how to talk about this, so I'm just going to say the words and you're going to react to them. Um, there are times where God gives you affection for someone that does not reciprocate that friendship. Maybe you are, maybe you have like really warmed up and microwave friendshiped, quote unquote, with this person, towards this person, and it is not reciprocated. Maybe they've indicated that they kind of like you. Maybe they're apathetic. You don't know. You can't read them. Who knows? Um, sometimes, sometimes, God is protecting you by influencing them not having affection for you. I'm going to say that again because that was important. Sometimes God is influencing their affection to not be towards you in order to protect you from friendship with them. There is the cliche phrase that man's rejection is God's protection. And while that has been sometimes misapplied in various circumstances where sometimes people, sometimes there was a boundary that was, you know, held up and the person was rebuffed and they took that to be rejection. It's like, well, no, that's, that's different. So there's times where that phrase is not well applied. But in this case, and I can go back and think about various people, mostly on the internet, um, but if I thought hard enough in real life, people who have not reciprocated affection for me and on occasion they were just crockpot people who needed more time and they they did not need love bombing which is something I've really had to be self-conscious of because I can be so enthusiastic when I go into golden retriever mode and just like I want to be your friend will you be my friend oh we're so we're we have so much common let's be friends like that is not everyone's cup of tea, especially when they're a crockpot person and they really want to be wise and considerate about who they bring in, or if they're just fearful in general, maybe, like, you're excited about my existence? No one's excited about my existence. Why are you excited about my existence? Um, so, there are also times where God has... God has held back my affection from certain people. And in this case, I, I was a, a crockpot friend where God intentionally just kept this person in the acquaintance circle of my heart. And I'm the kind of person where I want everyone in the world to be best friends with everyone else. That is just, that is a desire that God planted in my heart that will be fulfilled in heaven, on the other side, when we have complete trust and there's no more sin nature and prejudice or fear to get in the way of complete and perfect Christian church unity. I am so looking forward to day, that day. And if I think about it too hard, I will start crying. So let's move on. But God has withheld 
my in, within my heart affection from someone. And I recognize that if I had allowed, that, that if God had placed more affection in my heart for them, I care about them, but I just don't have that natural spring of deep, like emotional affection. Um, if I had allowed myself to get close to them, our values are very different and they are friends with people that I deeply disapprove of who are living in rebellion and truth suppression towards the Lord. And if I had been a closer friend to that person, God would have called me to hold them accountable to those value conflicts not being up to his biblical standards. But because this person and God has very specifically placed them in the acquaintanceship circle of my heart, I am not called to confront them for those value conflicts. And that person is able to benefit from my online ministry in a parasocial relationship way. Parasocial meaning simply it's, it's, it's a mostly one-sided relationship. Um, they are able to benefit from my online ministry in a way that I am completely ignorant of. Like, I don't know how to say this, but there's people who care about me, and I don't know why. And I'm just putting content out on the internet for years and years and years, like to the point where if you say, hey Meg, I saw your YouTube video, I think... Great, that's so nice. Which one? <laughs> I've put out hundreds of YouTube videos. Um, I have a comedy channel. I have a vlog channel. I have a dance channel. Wait, which one? Yeah. So, God knew that this person needed my influence, but they did not need my deep friendship. And for years, I've actually felt guilty about this. Um, that's, that's how long this... Uh, this has been and it's something I've really puzzled over and I finally recognized the, the, that we had a deep value conflict and which I will talk about in an episode coming up because <laughs> year 2020 was the year of massive value conflict friendship breakups woohoo um, if you, we need a little button of I survived the 2020 friendship breakup Whew, girl, guy, very proud of you. Um, and, and I'm going to say this, uh, the tangent is strong with me today. Um, it takes me a couple, three years to really process a friendship breakup. So when my friendship breakups were in March of 2021, words, when my friendship breakups were in March of 2019, and the whole 2020 cycle came through, I was like, y'all, I have been there. You will live. It's going to be fine. Uh, welcome to the fold, my new friends. Because I, it was so great. Um, and this is also related to this microwave crockpot concept of... Whew, sorry, my brain is like mentally reviewing my podcast while I'm recording it. And that's just really a good way to interrupt yourself inside your brain. Um, 
Anyways, what I was trying to say was sometimes there are also seasons where we are more open to new friendships than not. And we're going to talk about friendship inventories at some point and how, you know, you can only have so many deep friends at a time. Like, and, and there's a limit to our emotional energy. So, but then there's also times where you're full and you're not looking new friends and you know, if God wants to add somebody into your friend circle, he kind of has to sneak them in. Um, and God, man, God's been good about doing that in certain cases. You know, I have a neighbor and she has a dog and I walk my other neighbor's dog. And I thought that that those two dogs were friends and they just get very excited about each other. And they are friends now, but at the time I didn't know that they weren't friends, if that makes sense. And then she w- definitely was not my my neighbor, who is now my friend, was not in the zone of looking for friends. And God snuck me in there because two dogs became friends. It was very cool. So, recognizing also that sometimes um, we have different seasons of being open to friendship or and and we need to have patience as God brings people in, sometimes we are also full on friendship and we need to remember to one, maintain the friends that we have and not overwhelm ourselves, but two, also still be friendly with those who are on the outer circle and budgeting emotional energy to be open and encouraging, even just on a surface level, of people who might be deep friendships later on that you just don't know because, I mean... Yeah, God, God is very good about rotating people in and out of that close circle into the outer circle over the years. Um, you know, what? I'll talk about that next and then we'll talk about trauma dumping because, all right, I'm committing. I'm going to write this down in my podcast tracking notebook as soon as I wrap up this podcast, which I think is now. So if this podcast has given you something to think about, something you need to work through and process, I would encourage you to visit the link in the description, inversedream.com slash podcast slash friendship. There will be a web form there that will connect you with a digital mentor who wants to help and encourage you in your walk with Christ. This is not a professional counselor, simply a Christian who wants to encourage you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go and live it.